Good morning, everyone. So I'm sounding a little bit tired today because we were mountain biking yesterday and then afterwards I went for a 10k walk. Um, so let's talk about ethics and risks. So the last time I was mentioning about, uh, I was talking about different risks that might be involved in your in your undertaking research with your students. And um, so some of the things we need to look into once we've identified these risks is risk mitigation strategies. So for instance, if you are undertaking some research with your students and you're not just handing out a questionnaire where you cannot see who is filling in what answers, but you are running some some more either qualitative or creative research um, methods or you're having interviews, focus groups, um, these kind of things, uh, then there is a way to address that risk in having either a research assistant, if you have some funding, to run these focus groups or interviews or these other activities for you, or you could potentially ask a colleague who is not teaching your students um, or not teaching your students in that particular course to run these for you. So you could basically create a little bit of a peer support network and ask someone else to run these focus groups or interviews for you. And you could offer the, to do the same for a colleague so that might work. Another risk assess, uh, uh, risk we were talking about, for instance, is... Um, having, you know, undertaking research with um, underage students. So for instance, if uh, part of your part of your work is outreach work in schools and you want to evaluate that, um, if you would do this on your own or with a colleague from the university on your own, you would very likely need a PVG registration for vulnerable children, also underaged people. Um, however, if you're undertaking this directly in the school and the teachers are present, there you don't need to PVG because the teacher has it and the teacher is responsible for looking after the safety of the children. Another thing you have to consider is if you're undertaking research with underaged um, people in Scotland, is that the age of consent in Scotland is 12 years. So technically, children at this age can give you consent to participate without having to ask their parents. However, there is a big, there's big debates in both ways to be made. Um, uh, arguments to be made in both directions. The, uh, the one thing, though, is... Um, if you get consent from parents or not, and this is something you might want to talk to the ethics committee directly about, um, is that the participant information form must be very, very clear. So the, the children must understand what it means, what you are doing, and what it means where this is getting published. So you might even think about uh, maybe 
showing them what a research paper looks like or giving them a link to a research to a teaching conference and show them how people talk about the research they are doing so the children have an understanding of what that dissemination means what it means to publish a journal article or to present at a conference so they can make a much better informed decision so these are kind of things you can do to mitigate risk uh, when you're involved uh, when once you've identified the risk so it's not about that your research doesn't have any risk at all it is about how you mitigate that and how you make sure that both your participants and you yourself are safe during that process so this is part one of our of our let's go through the ethics form